Just Chibi the Podcast, presented by Just Chibi Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Bon Doom. I'm Chibi. In this week's episode, we're celebrating National Moldy Cheese Day. Ew. We're talking all about mold. Ew. Blue, green, white, what? gray, Whoa. black, and possibly red. Whoa. We're going to learn some ways to prevent the mold and places to buy it. Holy cow. And of course, no episode would be complete without our very cheesy jokes. Joke. Stay tuned for episode 99, Going for Mold, on Just Cheesy, the podcast. According to nationaltoday.com, October 9th is National Moldy Cheese Day. Ew. And if you recall, we celebrated this holiday last year yeah, we did. in Season 2, Episode 21. Right. And just as National Today lets us know that the history and origin of National Moldy Cheese Day is not known, Forbes.com looks to use genetics to debunk the legend of blue cheese. <laughs> Back in Roquefort, France, there was a young guy. He was snacking on bread and cheese made from ewe's milk. Of course. And he saw a beautiful woman in the distance. He left his meal in a cold cave. As one does. He came back, of course, months later. Sure. And he found the first Roquefort blue cheese. Whoa. But scientists think that it was not accidental contamination from moldy bread in caves. Oh. According to the article, there are French writings that suggest blue cheese molds colonize cheese from within and not on the surface. Ooh. And they also say that genetically, blue cheese molds do not come from spoiling foods. Oh. Additionally, surveys of the cave have not found any P. Roccaforti spores. Oh. And it seems that the researchers could not call Cultivate them from cheese sellers. Oh. Did you know that you could buy cheese mold online? What? Well, you can. According to thecheesemaker.com, they offer all different types of cheese making supplies. Oh. First, we have Penicillium Roccaforti. It said this is used as a fungal starter culture Ew. for the production of blue veined cheeses. Okay. They have Geotrichum. Oh. I hope that's right. Probably not. Candidum. They say this one is used for mold ripened, smear ripened, and acid coagulated cheeses. Ew. Next up are the Bloomy Rinds, Ooh, right. and they get Penicillium Candidum Neige, Penicillium Candidum HP6. Oh. This is bright white, oh. and it's got moderately rapid growth, medium low thickness. Ew. It's for mixed mold cheeses. Okay. Penicillium Candidum ABL is to ripen and flavor cheese. Okay. Penicillium Candidum SAM 32-10 size <laughs> is Essential, they say, Ooh. for French cheeses like goat, brie, and camembert. Ooh. And of course, they have a vegan strain as well. Did of you know course. there are different colors of mold on cheese? Really? I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with blue cheese. Of course. But did you know that there is white mold cheese? Uh, okay. Maybe you're familiar with brie. Oh, yeah. It has that white coating on the outside, which happens to be mold. Oh. According to dairy.com.au, they start first with rennet, then starter culture, then white mold spores are added to the milk. Sure. Of course, the milk curdles. They cut it into cubes. Yep. The curds and whey is stirred. It releases more whey. It's placed into hoops. And as the whey drains off, the curds settle and they start to knit together. Aww. They say the hoops are transferred to a high humidity room. Sure. They're turned two to four times in eight hours. Ooh. It's then salted and humidity controlled. Okay. The spores develop into a fluffy white mold over six to ten days. <laughs> this then forms the rind. And they say here the cheese is wrapped, which stops the mold growing further outward. Right. The mold begins to consume the acid in the cheese. And this process makes the cheese softer. Yummy. There's also a 
a gray cheese. It's called Tyrolean Gray. Really? According to Wikipedia, this is from Austria. It's a cow's milk, rennet-free, acid-curd cheese. Yum. They say it's extremely low in fat, and it has a, quote, powerful, penetrating smell. <laughs> and of course, it's named Tyrolean Gray because of its color. Sure. Makers of Tyrolean Gray are not a sponsor. No. Nope. But if they were, their ad would go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese? science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free. Whoa. Or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. So what about black mold? Ew. According to thecourtyarddairy.co.uk, some molds aren't bad for you. They're just ugly. Oh. According to the article, sometimes Brie develops black mold. They call it mucor Ew. or cat's hair after its appearance. Ew. It gives the normally white Brie black spots. Oh. And it can make it look dirty. Ew. And they typically try to discourage it from growing on white rind cheeses. Yeah. But apparently on cheeses like Tome de Savoy, oh you find the opposite. They encourage the black mold, really? so it gives their cheese a characteristic dark rind. Ooh. But how about red mold? Uh, okay. According to moldcleans.com, red mold on cheese is common because cheese is a popular nutrition source for mold. And you. Usually cheese is covered yeah. and it can get warm, which makes an ideal environment for mold. Oh, yeah. And while they say they don't think it would significantly affect healthy people, red mold on cheese is considered a sign of spoilage. Ew. According to eatingwell.com, you might be able to prevent mold, unwanted mold on cheese. Oh. They say it's best to use cheese paper or a layer of parchment paper. Okay. It should be stored in a crisper so you can have consistent temperature and humidity. Sure. Some people dedicate a wine fridge just for cheese. Ooh la la. But they also recommend certain kinds of cheeses that might actually be a longer range cheese. Oh. So Parmesan, Pecorino, older cheddars, or aged Gouda might take a little bit longer to get moldy. Ooh. And if you're wondering, will I get sick from eating mold on my cheese? Yeah. Well, farp.unl.edu, which is the Food Allergy Research and Resource Program, Dr. Steve Taylor, Ph.D., talks about food allergies. Ooh. He indicates there is no evidence that exists that moldy cheeses are harmful to mold-allergic individuals. Whoa. Apparently, the people with mold allergies are generally responding to inhalation of mold spores, oh. but cheese is ingested. They think that some spores may indeed be present, but the digestive process may destroy the allergens. Nice. Some physicians caution their patients, but at the time of this recording, there is no solid evidence of which Dr. Taylor is aware. Oh. Now, Dr. Taylor was talking about purposefully molded cheeses. Yeah, like blue cheese. But the mayoclinic.org talks about mold growing on cheese. Ew. They give recommendations. Soft cheeses, cottage cheese, cream cheese, ricotta. If it has mold, yeah. it should be discarded. Yep, throw it out. Likewise, they say if it's shredded, crumbled, or sliced, throw it away. Throw it out. And they say in cheeses like that... The mold sends threads through the cheese, oh. and it can actually add harmful bacteria such as Listeria, Brucella, Salmonella, E. coli, 
which can grow right alongside the mold, Ugh. according to ask.usda.gov. They also recommend discarding any soft cheeses showing mold. Right. But for cheeses like cheddar, you can cut off at least one inch around and below the mold spot. Sure. They say here, though, keep your knife out of the mold. Right. After trimming off the mold, the remaining cheese should be safe to eat. Yeah. This seems relatively obvious. Yeah. But you want to cover your cheese with fresh wrap and keep it refrigerated. Of course. According to CheeseGrotto.com, they talk a little bit about the freshness. Cheeses last about three to seven days for fresh. Okay. One to two weeks for bloomy rinds. Okay. And about two weeks for aged. Mm. According to 27FChileanWay.cl, they give recommendations if you've eaten bad moldy cheese. Oh, no. Hopefully nothing happens, but you could have yeah. prolonged nausea and vomiting. Ew. They recommend seeing your doctor who might prescribe medicine to induce vomiting or diarrhea to help Ew. flush it out of your system. Ew. Best case scenario, nothing happens. Yeah. Middle case, allergic reaction, foodborne illness, maybe some respiratory issues. Oh. Worst case, hospitalization, dialysis, and possibly even death. Oh my gosh. And this article talks a little bit about bacon. Hmm. It says, can you cut mold off of bacon? Sure. I realize bacon is not cheese, but if there's anything growing visibly, there's a good chance yeah. fungi may exist throughout the bacon. I'm ready for a joke, fondue. Why did blue cheese become a meteorologist? Ooh, I don't know. Why? So it could always forecast a good breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Yeah, it's silly. It was definitely silly and a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy, the podcast, episode 99, Going for Mold. Going for Mold. I'm not sure if you can believe it, yeah. but next week is our 100th episode. What, what? Tune in next week when Cheesy and I discuss our very favorite cheese facts. Stay cheesy, everybody.